changing your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with your daily dose of Chicken Soup for the Soul inspiration to make you simply happy. It's Wow Wednesday, and today I'm going to share a couple of cool stories from a really fun book, Chicken Soup for the Soul, The Dating Game. I love sharing stories with you about romance, and I love sharing stories about miracles. So today we're going to combine the two topics, and we're going to talk about falling in love at church. Our first story comes from Lisa Braxton, who tells us that she was single and in her early 40s. She'd been living in Boston for seven years after leaving a career that allowed little time for dating. Building a social life was still difficult for her. She'd go on dates, and the guys would ask her questions like, Why do you read so much? And why are you so quiet? She also noticed that some guys were viewing her as too old now. One day, she saw a guy looking her over in what seemed to be an approving way, but when she got closer to him and he realized that she was much older than he was, he looked horrified. There was even a guy who seemed to be her age, who she would see at her adult Sunday school class, and even he looked pained to see her. Lisa decided that he must think she was too old as well. She kept seeing this guy, though, three pews away from her in church but he was always scowling at her. She tried not to even look at him after a while. Lisa told one of her coworkers about this sour guy, and her friend said she should join one of the online dating sites. Lisa tried it, but she didn't want to go out with any of the men without seeing them in person first. So she tried different ways of meeting guys, swing dance lessons, going to watch the Boston Celtics. Nothing worked, so she gave up. And she started doing things she liked doing again, like becoming president of a literary association and reading a poem at an open mic night at a bookstore. And then one day, months after she had last seen that sourpuss guy at adult Sunday school, she ran into him. He introduced himself and said that he knew she was a writer because of that open mic night. He was a writer, too, and divorced. Lisa says, I felt as if a statue had come to life. It was the first time I had heard his voice or seen him smile. This was the same guy who had sat behind me for years, looking mad whenever our eyes met. Six months later, Lisa and the formerly sour guy were engaged. She asked him why he had looked so angry all those times she had seen him. He said he had just gotten divorced, and he wasn't sure she would be interested in him so he hid his interest behind a scowl. It was only after she joined those literary groups that he realized they were interested in the same things, and he felt comfortable enough to talk to her. Lisa told him how she'd sit in church wishing she had someone to share her life with. He gave her one of his rare smiles and said, All you had to do was look back and say hello. I was only three pews away. Now, Heather Davis was looking for love, too. She opens her story, sitting in a church pew as well, waiting for her perpetually late boyfriend. She was getting tired of him always being late, really being absent in their relationship. No woman wants to be treated that way. She was with her friends Penny and Brad one day, who knew about this problem with her so-called boyfriend. 
They were sitting in church waiting for him, and Penny said, Give him a chance. He's busy, you know. Besides, he's probably just running late. Brad, on the other hand, said, If he's not respectful enough to do what he says he'll do, you need to ditch him. Men don't change. I know. I'm a man. Heather decided to draw a line in the sand. This was it for her. She said to her friends, How about this? If he's not the next person to walk through that door, I'm done with him. And then the three of them waited and watched the door as the organist started the worship service by playing In His Time. Heather says she had been dating this guy for six months, and during those six months, she could count on one hand the number of times he had actually shown up to an event or picked her up for a date on time. They kept watching the door, and finally, at the very end of the song, the door opened, and a man walked into the sanctuary. But it was not Heather's boyfriend. Brad and Penny told her they were sorry. And Heather replied, I know that guy. It was Brian, a guy she knew from college. She went over and talked to him after the service. And you know what happened next. Nine months later, that church was the venue for their wedding. Because when one door closes, another door opens. I'm Amy Newmark. Thanks for listening today. If you're looking for a fun book for someone who's dating, whether they're in their 20s or their 80s, we've got stories for them in the book I mentioned today, Chicken Soup for the Soul, The Dating Game. You can learn more about it on our website, chickensoup.com. Come back tomorrow for Thoughtful Thursday. We're going to talk about another kind of love, the amazing support and forgiveness that mothers show us, no matter what we've done.